Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. As we go all year, uh, and I love the theme. I, I, I really love this 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 thought. It's, it's very liberating, but then it, it it's liberating, but at the same time, it, it makes you responsible. Yeah. It, it, you understand what I'm saying? As we go, the ten men that were lepers that had mercy on us. Jesus said, "Go sow yourself to the priest." As they went, they were healed. I love it. Uh, it takes it liberates you in that it takes the pressure off of you having to be healed now. You don't have to be perfect now. You don't have to be whole. You know, it, it takes the pressure off you right now. Look at your neighbor and say, "Give me some time." I I'm not yet who I'm going to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm on my way. See, so that's the responsibility side. So we have liberty and responsibility. You understand? As you go, it's cool. You ain't got it yet. I ain't got it now. Okay, it's cool. But, you know, don't, 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 don't be lazy. Don't, you, do you understand that right there? Yeah, so it's, it's like don't, don't be so hard on yourself, but don't be so loose on yourself either. This is a year of balance. That's what I was going to, I was going to entitle the whole year the year of balance. But as we go, it's like that's liberating. Woof. Okay, I don't have to have it all. You don't have a, a life deadline. Well, you do, but you don't know it. <laughs> you don't know when it's your last day. But you, you, don't, have a, you don't have a deadline. Uh, uh, you don't have a deadline for everything, but it still does not mean don't work towards it. And I think people like deadlines because they like pressure. Y'all ready? Yeah. People love pressure. I was working with one producer and I was like, hey, I got to get this song done by March 30th. Oh, okay, cool. So March 15th, I'm like, you got to, I'm going to start it. We probably start next week. You're going to start next week? Like, yeah, don't worry about it. Yo, I work, I'm the best under pressure. I'm be- so you put yourself under pressure because you think that's how you get the best results out of yourself. Now, if that's how you want to live stressed out, if that, if that level of stress is what does it for you, cool. I think it's a bit dysfunctional. It's not life more abundantly. It's not free. It's not happy. It's not enjoyable. You just pride yourself in the fact that I can get it done under these conditions. But before the condition gets that bad, you have better conditions to get it done under. You understand what I'm saying? People love pressure because they need that for momentum. I don't need that. I just need a goal. I just need a desire for momentum. People who need fire put under them, I just don't understand you. What moves you then? What do you like? What are you going for? Maybe I should just take your food from you. If you meet this goal, you get filet mignon. Well, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but I don't need pressure to do that. So God allows pressure sometimes for different levels of anointing, all right? Because you got to be crushed for the anointing to, to, to come, all right? So God allows certain life pressures but i'm talking about the ones we allow to build up as pressure we 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 allow a whole lot of tetris situations in our lives it's on the first level and the whole screen is black you got time to fix that and you see the next problem come you're like oh, i'll be all right yeah, i'll be all right no i not for real. trust me i've been you don't understand i grew up in the hood i've had boom then that adds up you're like okay then then you're like i'm, I'm cool though and we just no problem hits you like boom rarely they come slowly most problems you see coming. Your bills ain't shocked you the first of this month. Stop looking at me like most problems don't surprise. They, most problems are not a surprise. They are our irresponsible buildup. Most people who turn on you is not a surprise. You know before they do it. All right, you see the signs, you just don't follow it. So let's not make our lives more difficult this year. Let's make it easy and light. Clear the Tetris board when it's two things that just clear it. That's how you win. <laughs> clear it. I, oh, I can't stand that. I, I can't stand when I allow myself to do that. I hold on to people so long and they've been dysfunctional for five years. 
that in the name of loyalty, which that word is nowhere in the Bible. Let me say that again. Loyal is not in the Bible. Loyalty is not in the Bible. The principle is the word is not. You got to be loyal. I mean, that's the biggest thing to people. You got to be loyal. No, faithful is, is in the Bible. Okay, it's quiet over here. Faithful. Diligent. We're going to talk about that in a minute. All right? Committed is in the Bible. But this loyal, this loyal, man, in the name of loyalty, you have handcuffed yourself to death instead of destiny. You have yoked yourself with people who are not on the same path as you, and you're either stagnant or going in a direction you were never supposed to go to. Man, I'm not doing that this year, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm not going to let you do that this year. So as we go, be, the Lord told me, say, as we go, be kind, but don't overvalue people's place in your life. I'm going to say it again, slowly. As you go, right? I'm getting better every step of the day. I'm looking for God. All right, cool, cool, cool. We're going to talk about ask, seek, and knock in a minute. But the Lord said, as you go, do not overvalue people's place in your life. Don't need their attention. Because as you go, you're getting better. You're getting better. You're changing. You're changing. This is, this is an individual thing that God is doing in you. Right? It's not even a, coll- a collective thing unless you're all going together as they went. Okay? As they went. So unless we're all moving at the same pace, hey, let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop doing drugs. If we're all on the same thing, let's stop doing that. Let's stop. Then that's a different thing. But if it's just you, you cannot expect the approval or the attention of your peers to be consistent because God is calling you to the water and they're going to be on the boat. Yeah, this is... Because that one thing, that's one thing that's, that breaks our stride. You know, as you go, you, get in, you feel good, son, or you feel you got a word, and you, you got your stride. What breaks your stride when you look to the left and the right and you don't have your constituents? Or if, were, if they are where you were, mocking you. I was reading today in my personal time. This is what sparked this thought so y'all can know where I'm going. Uh, well, I'm not going there, but why I'm here. I was reading in my, my personal devotion today, not for Lib, but my, in my personal devotion. I was reading how jealous Saul was of David. Because they were saying, yo, Saul has killed his thousands, but David, he killed 10,000. And so the Bible says, the Bible... The Bible says that when Saul heard these things, I thought he got mad. He was furious. No, when Saul heard these things, he was afraid because he knew the Lord was with him. Y'all, then he became jealous out of fear. People who are jealous of you are scared. Uh Oh, never mind. Because they don't want you to step into your anointing because you might be their replacement. Okay. Or you might not be. You might be doing your thing over here, but they might fear that they'll never get theirs. So they choose jealousy, not out of anger, but out of fear. Ain't that crazy? I thought he got mad and jealous. No. He feared when he heard the great things David was doing. Keep reading it. He feared he was afraid. So he put him on the army. Hey, David, leave my army. Hoping the Philistines will kill David. He said, if you want to marry my daughter, come back with a hundred foreskin of Philistines. David said, bet. He came back with 200. Saul was like, he couldn't believe it. So Michael, his daughter, loved David. So he said, oh, I'll let her marry him because I know she ratchet. She definitely going to shut him down. David kept getting the victory married to her. And he was afraid. Be careful when people are afraid of your victories. Why y'all scared I'm winning? That don't mean I'm taking from you. You got yours. Tell your neighbor, I'm not here to take from you. Tell the other 
name on the other side. Make sure you safe on all sides. I'm not here to take from you. When God blessed me, don't get scared. That don't mean he took from your blessings pot to put it in my blessings pot. No, you got your own pot of blessings. And when the time is right, he going to pour it on you like he poured it on me right now. Oh, God, good God Almighty. God got enough blessings in heaven for all of us. And it's enough room for all of us to be on top. You know how much hair is on your head? I just pulled out seven just now. Seven strands of hair I got right now. You understand what I'm saying? All of these hairs are on top. So if somebody is winning, that don't mean it ain't no space for you. Never mind. If somebody is where you want to be, it don't mean there's no room. Never mind. Look at your neighbor and say, we all on top. We all on top. If you bald, you got eyelashes. You got something. <laughs> Ooh, y'all play too much. So we're talking about asking, seeking, and knocking. This is the year to ask you shall receive. I got 29 minutes. Can I make it? Come on. Thank you, babe. This is you to ask you to receive. <laughs> what she do? What she do when I leave? She made a look. All right. That's why I'm going to put you sitting down there next week. <laughs> so this is the year to ask, seek, and knock. Asking it shall be given. Seeking you shall find. Knocking the door will be open. It's the reason why God did this. First of all, for humility. You need to be humble enough to be like, you know what? I need it. I need it. I ain't got it. I, I'm not saying I'm never going to have it. I'm not saying I never had it. But right now, I ain't got it. Whether it's wisdom, Lord, I need wisdom. I ain't got it. Uh-huh, whether it's money from somebody, Lord, or Darius, somebody, you got to ask for that. I'm not too proud to beg. I'm sorry, I'm not. That's me. That you too? All right, me and you. I don't care who it is. I, I, boy, I'll ask you. I, I, I. Yeah, because I'm not missing my next level because of pride. How many years are you going to continue to miss what you could have asked for seasons ago? If it's meant for me, God is going to drop it in my God very rarely drops things in your lap. What he drops in your lap every day is air. Breath and intelligence. Now go mix that together and make it happen for yourself. Yeah, ask. It takes humility to do that. Most people, not even church people, especially the streets, but most people are prideful because we are prideful by nature. We got to understand that. Lucifer was kicked out of heaven not because of sin. He didn't fornicate with the angels in heaven. No, he was prideful. And God was like, oh, he can't, I can deal with your sin. So these seven things doth the Lord hate, right? Sin, it wasn't really like sin. You understand what I'm saying? A, a, a proud look was the first one. That's the first thing I can't tolerate. I got blood for your fornication. I got blood. Never mind, y'all not ready for this. I don't got blood for pride. You got to get rid of You got to, uh-uh. You, no, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Because if I humble you, you're going to break. Have a seat, because if I sit you down, I'm going to break you and the seat. You understand what I'm saying? Woo! Tell your neighbor, I'd rather humble myself. I'd rather just do it myself. The new up is down. <laughs> the new up is down. I, 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 I'm telling y'all, this is, this, is a, this is a lost art, and it's a major key uh, in the body of Christ. Well, period. Humility. Everybody say Humility. Yes. So whatsoever things you ask when you pray, believe that it is done and it shall be given to you. Right. So asking through prayer. I'm going to move this quickly. Asking through prayer is called is, is kingdom communication, kingdom communication, prayer, prayer, asking through prayer, kingdom, kingdom communication. You got to learn the voice of your father this year. Yeah. 
not your pastor's voice, not, not, not your favorite gospel artist's voice, not the, the famous prophet that's out now, not whatever went viral, that message that went viral. You have to learn your father's voice this year. Because everything that's coming to your life is not scripted. Yeah, you can't just follow the blueprint of, of 2009 of somebody. No, no, no. What God is doing for you is tailored and custom made. And you have to, he, woo, you have to in all thy ways, acknowledge. I wish two people was here. Acknowledge him and he, not your pastor. He, not the preacher. He, not social media. He will direct. You got to learn your father's voice this year. Got to do it. Try praying. Just mumble until something come out. You can't afford to not do it because you, uh, you, do you pray? Oh, I didn't grow up in church. I, I didn't ask you, did you grow up in church? Do you pray? You, you, you got to learn that, Liv, and I'm going to keep saying that because every little direction and everything you need is not going to come from this pulpit. I am way too limited. <laughs> I'm a human being. I'm way too limited to give you the infinite wisdom you need from your father. And why depend on this 43-year-old skinny black boy when you got the Holy Spirit, Rabba Shotanama, y'all, living on the inside of you. Let me partner with your faith. Let me add with your faith. Let me confirm some things. Even if the revelation comes, it's, that's cool. I want to teach you some things. Yeah, I got that. But don't lean on me like you're not going to make a move until Sunday to see what you're going to do. I'm so confused with my life. I gotta, can I have a meeting with the pastor? No! Because your pastor did not make you. Your pastor did not form you in the belly. But you got someone on the inside that was the creative genius behind your whole existence. You got them. You got them. You have who I'm going to talk to on your behalf. Oh, I'm going to live a long time. This church ain't going to kill. No church going to kill me. I ain't taking that pressure. I'm not praying for everybody's situation. I'm not praying for your knee that hurt. Lay, layeth hands on thyself. You got power. Your only fight is to believe that. You ain't got to fight the devil. You got to fight to believe I already beat him. Look at somebody say, I already got it. Power, I already got it. Peace, I already got it. Provision, I already got it. Authority, I already got it. Favor, I already got it. Healing, I already got it. Breakthrough, I already got it. Sound mind, I already got it. Somebody scream, I already got it. Oh yeah, I'm screaming a lot tonight. I'm in a good mood. You already got it. Your fight is to believe that. Because you don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Your fight is to believe to the point where you ain't got to run the pastor. You've been in church long enough. When are you going to believe you have power or you have his presence or you have his spirit? Stop saying you believe it and believe it. Man, this is big. I want to stay on this point for a little while longer. Because I feel liberated. Taking pressure off of me. Call me mean if you want. And I understand people need counselors. And I, I get it. That's, hey, hallelujah. That should be last resort. Not first choice. We talk to people at work. Oh, and I, the doctor said, I got, oh, I'm going to bring you to my church. Now. Oh, you got to come to my church. And you saved. You got the Holy Ghost. You got the Spirit of God. You, you understand what I'm saying? And you're talking about, I can't wait for you to hear my pastor. Why can't they hear you? You ain't got to know one scripture if you got a testimony. You know what? I was sick too. I was down and out too, but he turned it. I feel like running in here. Look at your neighbor and say, if he turned it for me, he'll turn it for you. That's all you need. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb. 
and the word of our testimony. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's that so you have to know your father's voice. Learn it. Learn it. Even those who are not in church, the Bible says this. Let's go to the first scripture, please. First scripture. Yeah. Oh, man. Can you just make it a little bigger from now on? Like, just make it huge. Just, just, just big. Just make it big. Okay. Because <laughs> I can't even. I'm trying to. I'm trying. Poor people in the back. Can y'all see this? No? I'm so. I'm, so, I'm, my, my, I'm sorry. Well, it says, from one man he made all the nations. That's crazy. That they should inhabit the whole earth. He says, he marked out their appointed times in history and, their, and the boundaries of their lands. God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any of us. Read all, you got to read all of that, Acts and Romans. It's talking about how God put natural things in the earth to kind of like, to, to kind of like uh, 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 reflect the spiritual things. He gives you something you can see to represent what you cannot see that hopefully you'll reach. <laughs> even if you don't know how to pray, like a child who does not know how to speak yet, even though the child don't know how to speak, they, they reach. <laughs> you should be praying or reaching. I feel like running in here. If you need something from your father, you should be talking or reaching, trying things, seeking. Thank you. Seeking. That's what we're going to today. Seeking. Seeking God. Seeking. Well, we're going to knock and hopefully seek. So asking requires humility. Try to cover that. Seeking means just to reach. Seek. And it says this. It says those who, I'm sorry, the next scripture. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. First of all, he is God. How many of y'all believe that he is God? There is a creator of the universe, and he is God. There is somebody who spoke the sun into existence, and he is God. There is someone who spoke the moon into existence, and he is God. There is someone who spoke you into existence, and he is you got to believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I love that. So God is not just God, but he's a rewarder. He's a rewarder. He's a rewarder. I never heard that before. I heard he was the punisher. I heard he was the condemner. I heard he was the sender to hell. Or <laughs> that, that's what I heard. But he's a rewarder. Look at your neighbor and say, God is waiting to reward you. <laughs> but he can't reward nothing. Give him something to reward. Seek him, and he'll reward you on that level. You'll seek him more, and he'll reward you on that level, and you'll seek him more. He's a rewarder of them that not just seek him, but that diligently seek him. We talked about this Sunday. Let me just go through this really quick. Diligent means, go, go to the next one really quick. Uh, what's, where's the other one at too? Can you put them both on the same one? Or it would be too much? Okay, don't worry about it. Go back, go back, go back, go back. The plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. Yeah, the plans of the diligent lead to prosperity. Maybe you have not yet stepped into prosperity because you have not exercised diligence. And it says haste leads to poverty. So don't try to do a job quick. Diligent doesn't mean quickly. It means thoroughly. I like thorough people. I like efficient, thorough people. Yeah, it's not always about getting the job done quick. We give ourselves, because like everything is a race. Everything is not a race. Everything is not a race. It's not about getting the job done quickly. It's about doing it thoroughly. The people of God do not know how to walk in excellence. Prosperity comes to diligence, excellence. Oh, okay, y'all not, not ready for oh, Daniel was elevated because he had an excellent spirit. Not because he was a Christian. Because there are a lot of sloppy Christians. And we're wondering why we're not prospering. It's because you're not thorough. 
Ooh, this is good. Yeah. This will help you at work. You think just because you save, you just you can just like, no, you can be diligent. Be on point. Be thorough. Be the best in your department. Represent the kingdom of God with excellence. Where y'all at, Liv? I'm talking about marketplace. Never mind, y'all. Yeah, I don't care if your supervisor, I don't care if you don't like your supervisor or, or what have you. You operate in excellence and you prosper. Diligent, diligent. It means constant, persistent, attentive, careful, faithful, committed, tireless, consistent. All of those things. Tireless, careful. I love careful. Careful, careful, careful. When you're seeking, seek carefully. Yeah, when you're seeking God or you're seeking anything, seek carefully because you never know. You, you, you just don't know. That's why you're seeking in the first place. So he, he talks about how a uh, 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 part of seeking or a part of diligence is also painstaking. You're going to have to learn. It's called painstaking. I never heard that word in my life before. I looked up diligence. You're going to have to learn how to take a little pain and still keep seeking. Ooh, y'all, oh, y'all don't like pain, huh? Pain is part of your process. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We, you can go from how you were born. The most beautiful baby came from the worst pain you ever experienced in your life. So go through the pain so you can birth the beauty. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying tonight? So let's go to it. Thank you, sir. Let me go to this. I want to show you something. Go to this next scripture. Let me go quickly. It says, what woman... Next scripture, I'm sorry. Okay, let me just do this. It says, either what woman having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she find it. So if a woman loses a coin in her house, she's going to sweep her house, not carelessly. Because if I go too fast, I might miss it. If I sweep too hard, I might miss it. So when I seek, I got to diligently and carefully and attentively seek. Pay attention to details this year. Pay attention to details this year. Details determine quality. This is good. Oh, this is good. Yeah, when you buy low-level stuff, the details are sloppy. When you call it a high-end, the stitching is, is different. Okay, y'all know about, okay. I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah, when you get a fake watch, it's very light. But when you get the real deal, it's heavy. The diamonds are real. It increases in value. <laughs> God is trying to add value to you. Yes, God is trying to add value to who you are. Become a diligent, careful, attentive person and you will prosper. I'm going to talk about it. I'm, oh, I'm going to keep talking about it. Oh, I'm not done. We're not, we, we're not done. We, we, we're not done. So th- the Lord told me to tell you, we, first of all, you won't seek what you don't already see. Yes. Whatever you're seeking, you see in your spirit already. Does anybody already see the next level you? I'm talking to y'all right now. If you don't, I'll come back for you. Everybody that already see yourself in that next level, let me hear you make some Holy Ghost noise up. So I'm not randomly seeking. I'm seeking what I already see. I don't see it naturally yet, but in my spirit, in my soul, God birthed something in me, and I'm looking for what I already see until I see it. If you lose your keys in your mind, you see them. <laughs> if you lose money, you're going to, oh, you're going to, yeah, you know what that looked like. You lose your cell phone, you already see it. So when you're moving your pillows, you're looking to see what you already, some of us don't see nothing. We don't have a, we don't have an idea of our future. We're just going to let life happen to us. You're being lazy and idle. You don't have no drive. You didn't let God give you a vision. You didn't pray long enough for him to tell you who you are. So you have no seek in you. But I already see who I'm becoming. It does not yet appear what I shall be. He showed me my next level. And I can't stay on this level too much longer. I got to go higher. Higher. 
is anybody else in the building with me? I can't stay on this level because he showed me something better. Let me stop yelling. We got guests here. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I already see it. I already feel it. I already feel it. So I'm not randomly seeking. I'm seeking what I saw. Desire. That's, that's, that's seeing it before you hold it. Desire. One thing have I desire. That will I seek after. What are you going after tonight? Young people in the back, what up? Visitors, first time visitors. What are you seeking? What are you going after? When you wake up in the morning, what are you going towards? The Bible says save yourselves from this untoward generation. All right? The generation is untoward. They're just going to stay how they are and get worse. Right? So don't get worse, but even as you move, what are you going towards? Yeah. We're going to talk about that a little bit more. Watch this. Y'all ready? Y'all good? Am I, is this hurting y'all? You sure? Okay, you right here. Okay. Till she find it. And when she found it, she'll call her friends and say, hey, let's have a party and rejoice with me because my coin was lost, but now it's found. Yeah. So you got to see it before you see it. You can't seek what you don't already see. Actually, but what are you looking for? Sometimes I'm in the house and I'm, I'm tearing the whole house up. The, the pillow, the cover, my whole closet is jacked up. My wife like, hey, 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 hey. What you looking for? <laughs> I lost my Super Bowl baby. I put him in the laundry room. Oh. What are you looking for? What are you looking for? What are you looking for? Because every day you're going towards something. And if you don't have an intentional purpose, you'll go towards your lust. I'm telling y'all what I know. You'll go towards a lust. Because lust is never silent. You got to seek the Lord. You don't have to seek lust. I just want five people to keep it real and I'll end the sermon early. Yeah, stop playing, y'all. You got to seek God, not lust. Lust is right there. Like, good morning, bro. How you doing? I was waiting for you to get up. I was trying to wake you up two hours ago. Listen, listen. Lust has a whole plan for you. We're going to hit her in the DMs first. Hit her in the DM. Y'all, okay, y'all going to keep it real. Lust got your whole vision. But you got to seek God for his. Because God wants to know how bad do you want it. Good God, how bad do you want better? How bad do you want to be blessed? How bad do you want favor? How bad do you want power? How bad do you want to walk in authority? Ask your neighbor, how bad do you want it? Women who know they worth? Never mind. Women who know their worth are not as available as other women. Where the women at? Where the women at? Y'all quiet for some reason. Women who know their worth are not as thirsty. Oh, I know. You're going to have to come after me. You're going to have to come correct, by the way, too. You have to seek me. You better seek me right because I know my worth. I'm not on the gram in a thong every week. I'm not easily accessible because I'm valuable. I was trying to get my wife a ring, right? Because we was about to be divorced. It was all messed up. This was my, this was my I'm sorry ring. That's why I don't tell my business because y'all always do that. That's why I talk about Paul and Noah. This is my Kobe ring. Since LeBron might not get one this year. Anyway, so I was, I was trying. To, I love you, bro. I love you, LeBron. You already know. Me and you. Me and you. Me and you. So I went to my jewel. I said, bro, I messed up, but I think God is restoring us. I need that. I messed up, but this ain't never going to happen again ring. He said, all right, bet. He said, come to the store at 3 o'clock. I got there at 2.50. I'm looking in the glass. Like, oh, that's kind of nice. Maybe he's talking about, he said, we got some new stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. He ain't there yet. He ain't, I don't know where he at. I'm just looking throughout the whole store. Like, oh, this, 
this got to be the one. He's talking about this. is crazy. Oh, no, this 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 the one. He came in, hey, Ty. Hey, man, I already know which one. You, you talking about this one. No, man. I, I knew it. Cause, ain't this crazy? This the one? No. Things that got greater value are not easily accessible. Good God Almighty, you got to come to the back. You got to seek this because it's worth more. Sleep around if you want. God is worth more than that. Talk about it. God is worth more than gossip. Lust. You got to seek him because he knows what he's worth. Is he worthy? Is he worthy? Is he worthy? Well, give him praise in the building. Oh, no, no. He's not trying to get lost. He's more valuable. The Bible calls him holy. Holy means set apart. Holy means in a class of his own. God is not hanging with the other gods. God is not hanging with money and sex and drugs and violence. God is somewhere else because he's more valuable. That's why the Bible says greater is he. I feel like running. Greater. He's greater than some lust. He's greater than pornography. He's greater than drugs. He's greater than alcohol. He's greater than random hookups. So I'm not going to be as easily accessible. If you want more, do more. Because I know I'm worth the search. Good God Almighty. High five your neighbor say he's worth the search. Yeah, no, 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 no. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. Because I'm not waiting all day for you to find me. I know my worth. I know my value. I'm God. He has no rivals. He has no equal. He has no peers. So God is not going to be in the midst of our daily doings. I don't know. He's not social media and all that. He's not going to try to compete. And say, you want to talk to me? Oh. What girl going to text somebody, hey, you want to talk to me today? You don't know your worth. If you ever text a guy and say, why didn't you call me? You, uh-oh. Never mind, that's the relationship. We talk about that later. Fellas, anytime you text it, yo, you ain't hit me last night, you don't know your worth. I'm not talking arrogance. I'm talking confidence. Oh, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And if I gotta chase you now, it's gonna be way worse after a ring, so I might as well get you out of my life. Okay. I'm worth the search. I'm worth the search. You seek what you believe is worth your search. Some of us be on YouTube all night trying to find your, oh, I ain't going to, all right. What do you search on YouTube? Four hours. Ain't find it yet. But the good thing about seeking God, like YouTube, like YouTube, is you're seeking God but he gives you all these other options, related searches. <laughs> so I need money, but he's giving wisdom is in the searches. All right, never mind. I'm seeking God for money, but he's putting wisdom in my searches. He's putting patience in my searches. He's putting diligence in my searches. So that's why you got to start the search so you can find the other things related you got to start seeking God. Start seeking him because he's going to give you things related to where you're going. So by the time you come into the blessing, you're the person that can handle it. Okay. Man. So diligence is carefulness. I'm almost done. 
54 seconds. I'm definitely not going to make that. <laughs> but like five more minutes, y'all. So diligence. Diligence. Be excellent. Don't be saved and lazy and just ill. I wouldn't hire you. I wouldn't hire you. I'm, I'm a boss other places. Here too. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hire lazy. Oh, they say, but they, they love the Lord. That don't, that don't mean a hill of beans in this world. Okay? So you got to learn to be in it but not of it. So because this world responds to diligence, it'll be wise for you to be diligent so you can prosper in this world. Don't think you can be trifling and lazy and because you wear the name Jesus, you're going to be elevated. Man, I'm ready to, yeah, I'm ready to. All right, let me get to this next point. It says, whatsoever you do, do heartily. Whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord, not unto men. I'm talking about y'all when you go to work tomorrow, all right? I'm not talking about you working on your dreams. When y'all go to work, and I hope you got a job, or I hope you got your own bed, I don't know. Oh, God, that's a whole different subject. Nobody working now. Everybody's in between jobs or got like this side hustle or they started their own, you know, uh, toothpick business. We sell toothpicks in the shape of the cross like Jesus. It's not toothpick, it's his picks. His pick. You are his pick. Look at y'all, y'all all about to buy it. Where they sell those at? Is he serious or is he playing? Because oh, that's a good, that's a good little, that's a, <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> Woo, that thing is good to my soul. Somebody got him. Be diligent. Be diligent when it comes to working. Be diligent. You don't have to like your manager or your supervisor to be diligent. Diligence has everything to do with you, not your surrounding. God is trying to get you out of being moved by what you're surrounded by. The scriptures deal with you, not your situation. And we think God is rude or ignorant or he's not acknowledging what, what we think the problem is. God is like, that problem, don't, that don't mean nothing. It's all about you. You, 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 you. Be diligent if your boss is a jerk. Be diligent if your supervisor hates you. Be diligent if your coworkers are gossiping about you. Be diligent. And I like that too. Remember we read Ecclesiastes? It says, it says uh, the wisest man in the world, Solomon, he said, hey, don't worry about, don't, don't over-concern yourself with what other people are saying about you. Because you know you say some things about people that you wish they never hear. What you worrying about? I didn't know what they saying because that was me all day. I didn't know what they say. Well, who, who said that? Cool, I'm fired. I, I want to know what everybody think about me that's around me. If you want to roll with me, what you think about what? I wanted to know what everybody had to say. And if it was not favorable, I would fire them. You can't work for me and not respect me. You, nah, I don't care. You singing the right note? Cool. Your hatred is on you. I'm still getting the note I need. Your boss's hatred is on him. You still getting your check. Your co-worker's gossip is on them. You still, you still getting your check. And if you do it diligently, you still getting a raise. Don't let people stop your elevation because they got opinions about you. You are public opinion proof. It does not change who you are because the majority thinks that way. Never mind. I got to get out of here, man. So when you're seeking God and you're, and you're diligent, working for him, and you're being patient, it says this is the love of God. I like this. I like this. I'm not upset. I'm not upset. I work heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men. The next scripture says this. It says this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. I know I love God when I'm doing his work diligently, and it's not a burden to me. Why is God's ways a burden to us? Yeah, I'm saved. That's not love. Yeah, diligence does it. When you don't feel like it, it's still my choice to do it anyway. 
Let me get y'all out of here. Check this out. Ask. Let me get out of here. Ask and keep on asking, and it will be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking, and you will find. Knock and keep on knocking, and the door will be open unto you. Keep on asking. Keep on seeking. Keep on knocking. This is not your year to be independent. All the women independent. Throw your hands up. Not this year. No. You can't be independent this year. You will miss out on new levels. You will miss out on new opportunities. You will miss out on greater revelation, greater understanding. You need somebody. Look at your neighbor and say, you might need me this week. You better handle me right. Handle me right. You might need me this week. You don't know. <laughs> Woo. And when you stay diligent, your diligence develops you. When you ask, but you keep asking, that develops you. When you seek and you don't get it and you keep seeking, it develops you. Everything, every, you learn from every no. Nothing is wasted. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You learn, every brick wall you hit when you were seeking, oh, that ain't it. You learn something. Sometimes you learn that ain't it. Make sure every no is a lesson this year. So you won't repeat it again. Make sure every no is a lesson. All right? Keep on seeking. Keep on knocking uh, because it, it develops you. Aren't you glad you didn't get what you first looked for? Remember the first car you was looking for and, and you didn't get it? You're like, I'm so glad because that thing was 200,000 miles. I'm so glad I didn't get what I first sought after. Yeah, she crazy now and got nine kids. So I'm glad. Uh-oh. So the Bible talks about. <laughs> Woo. Seeking, asking, and knocking. I'm almost done. It starts a process in you. Seeking starts an evolution process in you. So God wants you to start seeking and asking and knocking now to begin the process to your next level. You understand what I'm saying? You're seeking or as you go, that starts a process in you. As long as you're sitting waiting for that thing to come to you, you never process. You never develop, which is why God never gives it on that level. He never does it. Look at your neighbor and say, it's about you. Say it again, it's about you. So now knocking. I mean, I'm just tell you what God gave me for knocking. I'm going to finish it Sunday. I'm going to start it. I'm going to start it tonight. So now we come to knocking, right? So asking, seeking. So now I'm talking about knocking. I want to go into to knocking. Um, most times you knock on doors of opportunity, okay? So this is what the Lord told me to tell you. Let me read the scripture first. Uh, it says, I returned. Here goes Solomon. I returned and saw, man, sorry y'all can't read that. Uh, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill. Let me say that again. Race is not given to the swift. Battle not given to the strong. Bread is not given to the wise. Riches is not given to the man of understanding. Favor is not given to the man that got skills. It says, but time and chance happeneth to us all. <laughs> Ecclesiastes 9.11. This is an emergency scripture. <laughs> oh, they got that because they fasted in me. Ah, oh, he got that because he wiser than me. Oh, he got favor because he got skills. Oh, man, he, he, got the, he won the battle because he's strong. Oh, he, no. No. Riches come to men of understanding. Oh, he understands. No. Time and chance happens to us all. Time is given. Chances are taken. Look at your neighbor and say, take a chance. I'm about to run on my own. <laughs> Don't miss your chance. The woman with the issue of blood saw a chance. And she said, I had this time given to me, but I got to take. 
I got to take a chance. You got to get to a point and you, never mind, I, I, I can't. <laughs> Knock and it will be open. It'll give way. Knock and it shall be open. Shall be. It always said that. Ask, given. Seek, find. Knock, shall be. Shall be. Because that's a process. Because when something is open, when God opens the door, it means to give way. That means in order to open, something must give way. So get used to saying, excuse me. God Almighty. Did y'all hear what I said? This is the year you get used to saying, excuse me. God is opening doors. He might move you to the left or the right just a little bit. But something is giving way because I'm getting access. Let me tell you what he said and I'm going to leave you alone. It matters, he told me. Take this so I can shut up. Take this so I can shut up. But don't take this. He told me it matters what doors you knock on. Doors matter. Rooms matter. He said, he said make sure you knock. First of all, knock on safe rooms. Safe, right? Right? Everybody that was in Rahab's room was saved when the war broke out because they was in the right room. Let me go to this side. Everybody that was in Noah's ark was saved when the flood come because they knocked on the right door. Let me go this way. Everybody that was with Paul on the ship, the Bible says, they were saved. So it matters what rooms you're knocking on. Some of y'all are knocking on opportunities that aren't safe. And God is not opening that opportunity to you. He says, doors, oh. He said, oh God, let me say it how you say it. Okay. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Knock, knock. Question is, who's there? Doors open to either who you are or what you have. I'm about to run with no shoes. Doors open to either who you are or what you have. I'm going to say it one more time a little slower and I'm going to continue with Sunday. This is a sequel. This is a sequel. This is a part. So if you feel like it's not done, it ain't. <laughs> Doors open. If you're knocking this year, God says, knock and it shall be open. Doors open to who you are. Knock, knock. Who is it? It's time. Oh. It opened to who you are or what you have. Knock, knock. Who is it? I have a delivery for Shantae. Because you got the right thing, it opens to you. Oh, oh, oh Okay. The Lord told me to tell you this, and I know it's weird, but I don't care about being weird. I'm just saying. Just my intellect translates it like this. He says, make sure you tell them that when you knock this year for new opportunities, don't just, don't just knock on it because you want to be in that space or you want to be on that level. Like, hey, can I, I want to get on TV. Or, I don't know what doors y'all knocking on. I don't, I, don't have, I don't have not a clue what opportunity you're waiting for. Okay, but don't just knock on doors of opportunity because of your desire to be in that space. Doors don't open to your desire. I'm going to help y'all. Who are you, first of all? Do you have character enough to be in this room? uh, Yeah. Who are you? Secondly, what do you have? The Lord told me to tell you. He said, knock with needs. What does that mean, God? (laughs) Make sure when they knock, they have what the person needs. Don't just knock because you want want a certain thing. Knock because I have what y'all need. What do you have to contribute to the room you want to enter? What do you have to add to the space you want to go into besides mass? What are you bringing? Doors are closed not because the enemy is shutting it. I mean, you don't have anything. You just want to be. You just want to post. You just want to look like. You just want to take a selfie in that space. 
What do you have to offer the next level space? People, oh, I can't talk about people. People want to hang with me all the time, and I don't have a problem with it. I love people. But what, do you, what are you, you going to add to me? You riding in the car with me, and it's just like you just draining me. You ain't read nothing interesting. You ain't got a word. You ain't talk to God. You ain't, you're not adding to me, but you want this space. You want the opportunity to serve me, but don't give nothing. You, what are you bringing? Whatever door you knock on, you should have what they need. Oh, man, y'all, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You should have what they need in that room, even if they don't know they need it. I know y'all got catering. I know y'all got lights. I know y'all got, but you ain't got power like I got. You ain't got, you should have something the room needs. You should have something the room needs. Doors are not opening to desires. That's business, that's church, that's spiritual, that's practical, that's carnal, that's heavenly. Any, any, you're not going to just get access. You're not just going to get the next level. The same person. Develop yourself. Have integrity and diligence and character. And knock on the door and say, who is it? It's a man of valor. It's a mighty man of valor. It's a, that's who's at the door. Well, we need that. Who is it? It's a woman of virtue, a praying woman, an intercessor, a businesswoman. Well, we need that. Come on in. Access is given to character, not desire. I primarily say these things to remove frustration. I've been knocking. Ain't nobody on. I ain't got no opportunity. I asked him. He ain't let me sing with him. I asked him. They ain't let me get the job. They don't want me to. You're not faithful. You're not dependable. You come to work late all the time. You're not bringing us what we need. That's why the door is shut. Until you become faithful over few things. Some of us are not faithful over the little things because that's not it. That ain't it. I ain't. That's not. What? That's your training ground. Oh, gosh. What do you have to offer the space you're knocking on? You want to get married, what do you have to offer your spouse? You want to start a business, what do you have to offer the community? Or do you just want to have your name on the Thai's toast? I start a new bagel place, it's Thai's toast. I just want my name up there. All my toes burnt. <laughs> the French toast is German. You know? I don't know. I'm just trying. <laughs> Your French toast is American. You understand what I'm saying? Live. Access is guaranteed to people who have something to offer the space they're knocking on. Please develop yourself in this seeking and asking season. Before you knock, what door are you knocking on? Them doors matter. Why do you want to be in that company so bad? Why do you want that thing so badly? Why? People get mad that people get, people get, oh, I can't say it because I, I, I don't like talking about people. why you want it is pure if the reason why you want it is pure uh, 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 patience is more of a first response than frustration uh, I'm coming down I'm coming I'm coming I'm coming I'm coming and I'm closing all right so if, if my reason for starting a business is pure if 19 people say no I don't really get upset I'm like, all right it's going to happen somewhere else because i got to bless this community with my premium car washes. <laughs> you, you know, i got to serve these people so I know it's going to happen. 
If the reason why you want to get married is pure, you won't be so frustrated he broke up with you. You won't be so frustrated she broke up with you. Because you, we, we make it, oh gosh, in relationships, we make it about, I want to do, do an illustration. And I want to have like this little bubble, like you know how somebody got an idea or a thought? I want to have this idea and I want to have a girl running to hug. She should hug the guy, but she jumps up to the thought of him. Girls jump at the thought of a husband. He's so mad they broke up. So mad. It's like, yo, did you love him or your idea? Never mind. So thank y'all for coming. Yeah, is your idea of a boss greater than why you want to be a boss? Because we're marrying and committing to ideas. And they ain't solid. That's just whoosh. And then we fall down harder. Don't do that this year. Why do you want it? Why do, you, why, why do you want it? What do you have to offer? What do you have to bring? I'm done. I mean, I'm not because I'm about to start the next part, but I'm not. I'm going to wait till Sunday. It is so much to talk about. Talk about opportunities, knocking on opportunities. Why do you want the opportunity? Why? Can I sing, can I sing with you? Okay, why? Why do you want to sing with me? And you don't sing at your church. Okay, I'm just using my life. I know all y'all not singers. But yo, you want to sing with me so badly. Why? Because you know I'm going to be on TV? Or, you understand what I'm saying? People, I was just at the Miami Gardens. This girl was like, oh my God, can I please sing with you? I said, okay, cool. What do you, what do you, I said, what do you want to sing? I just love, all right, what songs do you, I mean, she ain't know one, like three songs. She, I'm like, what? So you just like what you just saw? And you want the idea. And foolishly, you knock. I don't want us disappointed this year. I don't want us frustrated this year. Why didn't this happen? Why? Uh-uh. We're going to clean this up. Clean this up. Align this. Develop this. Get to the point where any door you knock on, they're going to want you. I got a call that, oh, babe, I wish I could tell him. I wish I could tell him the call I got today. I'll tell y'all later. <laughs> People knocking on my door now. Be so developed that you become a door. I'm ready for Lynn to be doors. I'm ready for y'all to graduate from knocking on doors to becoming a door, becoming a platform, becoming the help to somebody else. Everybody standing. We're going to get it. We're going to get it together. I like talking to leaders, not losers. I like talking to leaders, not losers. I like talking to people with authority. And that's who you are. Ask yourself, why do I want it? And what can I bring to the space that I desire to be in? What can I add to the space that I desire to be in? If you have nothing to add, you will be consumed by it. Okay, I'm trying not to go to Sunday. If you don't have nothing to bring to the new space, the new space will consume you. get in there and you think it's a big party and nobody know you and you're in the corner, you're more depressed than you were when you were outside the door. Because you got in there with nothing to give and you were overlooked and you, were, and you couldn't handle. Why do you want it? Father, make our desire yours. Give us a heart like yours. We're back at the top of the service now. Yeah, rain like Seattle. Overtake my life like a flood. Like California. Shake! What's not like you? I just want a heart like yours. We thank you for your spirit and your word tonight in the name of Jesus. We align ourselves now. For if we follow your word, it's guaranteed good success. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, that we will not be frustrated or confused this year. We will walk in easy and light for your yoke is easy and your burden is light. We receive that favor in the name of Jesus. I receive easy and light. Everybody say, I receive 
easy and light. In Jesus' name, purify our hearts, purify our motives, make our, 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 our character and integrity potent in the name of Jesus. Make us adore like your son is the door. He's the way, the truth, and the life. We give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Let's worship the Lord for his word, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.